Hey, welcome back to Clearing Your Chaos. Today, I wanna specifically talk to my startup business owners or my business owner friends that are stuck and need to get back to the basics. As business owners, we have a lot in common. Even though our products and services may be different, our mission and the steps that we practice are the same. So today, I've got five steps not to overlook and even a bonus step that I found has made all the difference for me and a lot of my successful business friends. So let's dig in. Hey you, welcome to the Clearing Your Chaos Show with me, Sabrina Knapp. Here, you'll find a rock solid marketing plan, finally figure out how to build a business that doesn't take your time and energy, and I'm gonna help you build that ironclad mindset to go right along with it. Listen, no more spinning those wheels when it comes to building a business that you've hustled to be proud of. I believe that knowing who you are as an entrepreneur and a woman, having the right tools in place to make an income, and believing that God will lead you to the right steps and processes on your journey is crazy powerful. We're in this together, sister. Our families depend on us for stability and comfort, so we gotta quit this rat race, right? I believe that we can do this together while having a ton of fun. So if your day looks like mine, you know, yoga pants, what makeup, and multiple cups of coffee, girlfriend, you are in the right place. Listen, we're going to talk business, life, love, and Jesus, but a whole lot of business. I know you're as excited as I am, so let's get ready for today's show. All right, let's dig in. Today, we are going to talk about five steps for startup business owners, startup entrepreneurs. But don't get confused. This is not just for my startup friends. This is also for businesses that maybe you've had for a while. Maybe you need a restart. Maybe it doesn't have the growth that you want it to have. And you're like, you know what? I got to go back to the basics. I got to act as if I am a startup business. I got to know that I am doing all the things right that I know that I am successful at doing those and then I can grow from there. So this kind of has a wide array of people that I'm going to attempt to reach out to today. And these are things really that I go back to quite often and and put myself in check. Um, I like to do that. I like to make sure that I'm doing everything correctly since I have so many businesses. So we're going to count down one to five and we're going to talk about these. But I also have a bonus tip at the end that I think has just made my businesses go leaps and bounds. All of them have benefited from this last bonus tip that I have. So number one is learn how to sell and practice it frequently. And you're thinking, yeah, I know how to sell my product. I know how to sell my service. I know how to advertise it or promote it or whatever you need to do. But it really goes beyond that. I have a saying in my group with a lot of my coaching clients that I say that kind of sometimes drives them nuts. I'm going to be completely honest. But I really try to push it home because it's so important to me. And that is sell the problem you solve and never the product you sell. So what does that mean? Let's dig into that a little bit. It means that there are services that go way beyond your product that you're trying to sell or even the service that you have. And it goes and it digs into the relationship with the individual that you are trying to sell to. Okay, so really reevaluate how you're selling products. How is this helping someone? What is this product or service going to do for that person? How is it going to make them feel? How is this product going to change their life? How is this service going to benefit them? And then sell that, 
Don't sell the service or the product. Sell what it is actually or how it's going to benefit them. Make them feel like they are getting more out of the sale than you ever will. Okay. And I know that's hard to do. And I know with all of our businesses, you know, we we sell so many different products and services that that's really difficult to do. And it's difficult to, to really narrow down on something. But it's so important. I'm in a particular company or I refer products for a particular company. And so many times I see people trying to sell those products. Oh, I've got something that could help with this or I've got something that can help with that. But why? Like, why do they need it from you more than they need it from a person or from a store? And that is what I really try to help my my members, my coaching clients, all that sort of thing. That's what I really try to help them understand. Number two is self-evaluate every month. And I cannot stress the importance of this one enough. I really can't. I think it's so important to take an honest look back at yourself and what you have done differently because you always want to do things differently. But it is so important to look back and look at what is being done differently in your business that's either causing you to grow or causing you to recede. And because of that, then you do really have to take an honest look at yourself. You have to say to yourself, okay, am I seeing honest growth? Am I seeing people coming to me? Is my network growing? Is my my sales growing? Is something I'm doing working better? If you can say yes, bravo, right? Don't stop what you're doing. Do not stop it at all. And I hesitate to say build from there, but you can. Okay, that was great. I got out of my comfort zone a little. I started doing something more or I started doing something different. Maybe you're a conventional business. Okay, let's use this as an example. Maybe you have a brick and mortar business and you've never done a whole lot of advertising before. Maybe you've put something in the local newspaper or maybe you've thrown something up in the rain radio, but you've never had um, any social media advertising done at all. And you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna create a Facebook page for my business. And I'm gonna see if I can do some promotion on there. As a lot of us know, you're gonna get some great build from that. That's gonna give you some really great growth because of the outreach of social media. And so you start seeing a lot of growth, you're able to advertise, you're able to put promotions, or you're able to put deals or coupons or whatever you you want on there. And so that's really adding to your business. So keep that up. Keep consistent with it. Keep it up. Keep it going. And maybe you want to say, okay, that was great. That was a great addition to my business. Then you have the option to say, okay, I I got a good handle on Facebook. Maybe I want to start an Instagram account. Or maybe you're a service-based business and you're like, you know what? I hear that LinkedIn is where the, the business people are and I should promote my services on there. And maybe that's the direction you want to go. Maybe it's YouTube. Maybe you have such a service that you can really start branching out. Don't stop what you're doing. Don't close down that Facebook page. <laughs> but expand on it. And if you're not quite comfortable yet, but you are starting to see the growth, then keep it up. Consistency is key and bravo to you. Now let's take the other side of that spectrum. Let's take the other side of that equation a little bit and say, okay, I'm honest with myself and no, my business this month isn't where it should be. I haven't done things right. I am maybe losing some ground or I feel like I haven't been consistent. Then that is an honest take that you need to say, all right, something's got to change. I have to make a, a, a change in what I'm doing. I have to be more consistent. Maybe that's the point that you say, okay, <laughs> I've got to do it. I've got to create this Facebook page. 
I've got to get my business noticed out there. You know, all the other businesses in town are doing really well and I just don't have this page. So I've really got to start it. But there has to be a point where you decide to make that change. And doing that or by doing that, it's going to require some self-evaluation on your part. And make sure you're doing it routinely. Make sure maybe there's a day of the month that you want to say, okay, the 15th of every month, I'm going to look at my books. I'm going to look at my advertising. I'm going to look at statistics. I want to know that I'm either doing things right or I need to change things up. You can do it that way and you can monitor it that way. But whatever you do, take an honest look at yourself and your business and how you are contributing to it. Number three is know your why. And if you've been following me for the last couple of weeks, you know my very first episode was on your why and my feelings towards your why. I think that a why is great. I think that we all need that root of why we are building a business and, and, and that pain point. But as you know, if you listen to my first episode, that I don't dwell on that. In fact, what did I say? I think the why, especially the phrase your why should make you cry, is so bogus, right? Because it's not about your why necessarily. Your why should be that starting point, but you should always be working towards a goal. What is that end result going to get you? What is that end point? And that's what you should always be working towards. So your why and what you're doing it for are actually, or in my mind, should be two totally different things. But as a business owner, whether you're a startup or whether you've been in business for a while and you just really want to reevaluate where you are, get your why in place. Know that you are consistently moving towards that goal. Is everything you are doing every month, that growth that we just talked about in the last point, is all the growth you're doing or everything that you're adding to this growth that you're having, is it moving you closer to that goal? If it is, great. You, you've you got number three down. Know your why, know your goal, know your end result, and always look forward to that. Always push forward to that and don't let anything get in your way. Number four is be patient with your results. I work with so many coaching clients who are frustrated. They come to me super upset. Um, they are very, they base their businesses on the growth of other people. I have so many who say to me, oh, well, I'm not recruiting as fast as someone else. A lot of my coaching clients are in the network marketing world. And they say all the time, well, so-and-so is a better recruiter than I am, or so-and-so is recruiting faster than I am, or so-and-so's business has expanded faster than mine has their organization or their team, whatever you want to call it. My question to them always is, is this so-and-so's business or is this your business? And they have to, like, it always makes them stop. You know, it always makes them stop and think, well, it's my business, of course, and I said, then it doesn't matter what so-and-so does because, well, they're moving at their speed and you're moving at yours. Maybe they have the time to put in. Maybe you don't understand. Maybe they're putting in 16 hours a day to build their business because they're broke. Maybe they lost their job. Maybe they don't have the kind of time to um, devote to a nine to five that you have. And this is all they do. And they have to do it because... If not, they're going to lose their house, you know? So it's one of those things that you have to can take into consideration and realize, 
it's apples to oranges. It is not apples to apples. Your business is not compared to anyone else. I've dealt with horrible jealousy in businesses that I've been in before, not on myself, not on myself at all, but other people have been incredibly jealous of my, my growth. But what they don't understand and what they don't see in the background is my businesses have always come first and foremost to me. When I wake up in the morning, my business is the first thing I do. When I go to bed at night, my business is the last thing I do. My husband always jokes with people when we're talking about our businesses and and the growth of them. My husband will always say, uh, I'm working my business consistently. And I don't know about you, but it's just one of those things where it's kind of a running joke in our household. My my husband jokes about the hours that I spend in my business. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't work a nine to five. I only work my businesses. And so the jealousy that I have kind of come up against in the years, I feel like is unjust. I work incredibly hard. I work with a lot of coaches. I take a lot of courses. I have invested time and money into things that other people who don't work consistently in their businesses just haven't taken the time to do. And that's okay. That's that's their prerogative. But then in turn to see their jealousy on me is very, uh, dare I say, sickening. And so I try to remind my coaching clients of that is, you know, don't worry so much about what other people are doing because it really reflects maybe on you. If there's something that they're doing that you really admire, reach out to them and say, man, I'm trying so hard. I'm trying to be consistent. I'm trying to really help other people succeed. I want other people to see that my business is growing, but I'm missing something. Could you maybe give me a couple of tips and help me um, understand this process a little bit more? Instead of being jealous, reach out for their help. A lot of business owners are more than happy to help and give tips. Number five, is automate as much as you can. And I know in today's world, automation kind of comes with a certain amount of technology or we think it has to, but that's not necessarily the case. In the online world, in the online business world, we think that it's all about robots and landing pages and websites and and somebody else speaking to your clients or to your customer base. But I'm here to tell you that's not necessarily what automation is or what it means. Automation can simply be just an addition to what you're doing in order to help your business grow and to start building relationships. And I'm going to give you an example of that. So many people are scared of social media. That's fine. Other people have other um, opinions about it, and it's it's really fine. But when it comes to business, social media can really be your best friend. I always say if you're ignoring the online space and the online world, you are ignoring a huge audience. So whether you have a conventional business, a brick and mortar, an online business, do not leave out your social media platforms. And in this case, automation is simply... Just maybe creating a Facebook page or group, or maybe it's, you know, pushing a a service or being an influencer on Instagram. Maybe it's starting a YouTube channel. Again, maybe you've got a service that could really, um, you could talk about and you could show how to do or even give a a short course on YouTube about how to do something a little bit better. YouTube is a great outlet. TikTok anymore is a great outlet. 
So don't leave out your social media platforms. And people think, oh, well, that's not automation. That's not it doing the work for me. That's adding to my plate. Well, it will at first because you'll need to get your consistency down. You will need to understand the importance of having relationships and having actual conversations with people. But there are even ways to automate that. We're going to talk about that in future episodes. But automation starts with adding platforms that will help your networking base. Okay, so that's what automation means in this case. So let's review these five tips for startup businesses or to kind of get your old business back to the basics. Number one, learn how to sell and practice frequently. But I'm going to go one step further and say, sell the problem you solve, never the product you sell. Number two is self-evaluate every single month. Even if it's the same time every month, be honest with yourself and say, is what I'm doing working or is what I'm doing failing me? And I really need to add something. I need to get out of my comfort zone. Be honest with yourself and then reach out for help if you do need to add something. Number three is know your why. But more than that, look at your goal. Is everything you're doing working towards that end result? If like your evaluation that you're doing is saying, yeah, I'm doing great things. I'm really working towards that goal. Fantastic. But if you say, no, it's not really working. It's not doing what I want it to do. Go back to that goal and that will help you decide what steps you need to take from there on out. Number four, be patient with your results. Don't judge what is happening in your business against anyone else. Everyone moves at their own pace. Everyone runs their business differently. Some of us run our businesses from sunup to sundown. Some of us invest in coaches or courses or all kinds of things to help us move our businesses forward. That's okay. And it's okay if you don't. It just, that's why some are moving faster and some are not. But other people are doing their businesses very part-time. So don't get caught up in the jealousy rage of thinking that your business is failing because it's not moving faster. It's moving at the pace that you're working at. Number five, automate as much as you can. Even if that means a simple social media platform, a YouTube video, or getting out there a little bit more on the network, that's all that means. That's all the automate means. And last, I'm gonna give you a bonus. Um, As I was writing down these five steps, I really thought, you know, this one is super important and really what has just made the difference in my business. And that is simply knowing to invest in yourself. And I know when you hear the word invest, you automatically think money, but you don't have to spend money on everything to get started. If you guys are tuning into this podcast especially, and there are other great podcasts out there with business coaches and and business help of any kind, you're already doing it. You're already investing in your time. So bravo, keep it up. But there are ways to spend money a little bit and actually get one-on-one with a coach or a course that can really push your business to the next level, especially when it comes to automation a little bit more or when it comes to your self-evaluation and your why. There are things that can can really push your business forward. And and sometimes that does involve a coach or a course. I've spent tons of money on them over the years. And because of that, I'm where I am today. I'm a multi-business owner and successful in all of them. And so that's a really, really great place to be because I did invest in myself. You don't need a plan. You just need to be strategic. So maybe get an idea of what you want to do and you have 
this idea of what you your end result is going to be, but always be strategic about getting there. Well, maybe I need a coach. Maybe I need to take a course on how to get there because I know not everyone is taking courses, but maybe if I do, that'll get me ahead. Ha- put your plan in pencil, but your strategy make that a little more defined. I've heard before um, for somebody who has a goal and they want to do it by a certain date, um, put put your goal in pen, but the date in pencil. So that if you don't hit that goal by that certain date, it's okay. At least you made progress, right? But always, you're you're always able to change the date and say, nope, I need six more months or I need another year. And that's good. So don't be afraid to ask an expert. That's a big thing is so many people are afraid to reach out. They're so afraid to take a course or invest in themselves, spend a little bit of money. You've heard the phrase, you got to spend money to make money. And oh my gosh, you guys, it's true. It's really, really true that a coach, a good coach um, or a good course can really set your business apart. And I am so glad (laughs) looking back on the thousands of dollars that I spent on coaches and courses. I am so glad that I took that money. I took that time to invest in myself because I would definitely not be where I am today. But it's really part of the reason that I am doing this podcast and I am a coach and I am creating courses is because I had to pick and choose what I did, right? There was somebody that was great at marketing and there was somebody that was great at some automation stuff that I was interested in. And there was somebody who was really great on helping me see who my target audience was. And there was somebody who was great at this and that and whatever. And I spent a bunch of individual money with these coaches learning one particular thing. But it really got me thinking it's it made me think, you know, I want to help startup business owners do this as a whole. I I want them I want to be a one-stop shop, so to speak. So I want to help them not have to go here, there, and everywhere. I want to help them cut down that time. I want to help them cut down that money. And so that's what I really do in my coaching is listen, we're gonna dig into who your target audience is. We're gonna dig into who you are as a business owner. We're gonna dig into your ideal marketing techniques, whether you are a conventional business with a brick and mortar, whether you are a conventional service-based business that maybe sells your services online. but you're more conventional based or whether you're maybe an online business that's a network marketing company and you work on building a team and recruiting and all that kind of thing. I've been there, done that. And I spent time and years and money going here, there and everywhere for advice. And I want to be that one stop shop. And so that's my goal when I coach people is we're going to really dig in to what your particular avenue needs to be with your business. Okay, so that is my, well, really six tips for startup entrepreneurs and restarting entrepreneurs. So I really hope you got something out of this today, guys. This is something that is near and dear to my heart and that I go back to very often. In fact, I have five of those steps written down in my office to go back to quite often. It was great to spend time with you today. I appreciate you all stopping by. I'll talk to you real soon. Oh, I appreciate you sticking around today, and I hope you heard something that just made sense. If so, give me a heart like. Better yet, how about a rating? Would you like some clarity in your business and a listening ear? Snag a coaching call with me and let's read out those questions in your mind. Email me at clearingyourchaos at gmail.com to set a date. And join me and an entire community of like minds in my Facebook group, Clearing Your Chaos. It was so good to have you here today. I hope you took away blessings and a deeper vision for your life. Until next time, friend, Sabrina.